Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today in Business from Wired. Chat Roulette is on the rise again with help from AI. The hottest app of early 2010 faded quickly when it was flooded with unwanted nudity. Smarter content moderation is helping to revive it by Kevin Randall. A decade ago, Chat Roulette was an internet supernova, exploding in popularity before collapsing beneath a torrent of male nudity that repelled users. Now, the app, which randomly pairs strangers for video chats, is getting a second chance, thanks in part to a pandemic that has restricted in-person social contact, but also thanks to advances in artificial intelligence that help filter the most objectionable images. User traffic has nearly tripled since the start of the year to 4 million monthly unique visitors, the most since early 2016, according to Google Analytics. Founder and Chairman Andriy Ternovsky says the platform offers a refreshing antidote of diversity and serendipity to familiar social echo chambers. On Chabroulette, strangers meet anonymously and don't have to give away their data or wade through ads. One sign of how thoroughly Chabroulette has cleaned up its act embryonic corporate conference business. Bits and Pretzels, a German conference about startups, hosted a three-day event on Chat Roulette in September, including a Founders Roulette session that matched participants. Without nudes, though, but full of surprising conversations, the conference heralded. Another change. Women now are 34% of users, up from 11% two years ago. The AI that's helped keep visitors free of unwanted nudity or masturbation has been a good investment says Ternovsky. It may also offer lessons for much larger social networks struggling to moderate content that can veer into falsehoods or toxicity. But Ternovsky still dreams of a platform that creates happy human connections and cautions that technology can't deliver that alone. I doubt the machine will be ever able to predict, is this content desirable for my user base, he says. A 17-year-old Ternovsky coded and created Chat Roulette in November 2009 from his Moscow bedroom as a way to kill boredom. Three months later, the site attracted 1.2 million daily visitors. Then came the exodus. Ternovsky dabbled in some ill-fated partnerships with Sean Parker and others to try to keep Chat Roulette relevant. In 2014, he launched a premium offering that paired users based on desired demographics, which generated some revenue. 
He invested some of that money in cryptocurrency ventures that brought additional gains. Chat Roulette today is based in Zug, Switzerland, a crypto hub. In 2019, Ternovsky decided to give Chat Roulette one more spin as a more respectable business led by a professional team with less adult chaos. The company was incorporated in Switzerland. Ternovsky hired Andrew Dunn, an Australian with expertise in machine learning as CTO. Earlier this year, Dunn became CEO. He was joined by a senior product researcher with a PhD in psychology, a community manager, a talent acquisition manager, and more engineers. Then COVID-19 hit and traffic boomed. The new team tapped the surge in traffic to conduct user research and test ways to moderate content, including AI tools from Amazon and Microsoft. It created a filter channel, now known as Random Chat, designed to exclude nudity alongside an unmoderated channel. By demarcating the two channels, Chat Roulette hoped to make the filtered feed feel safer and attract users interested in human connection. The unfiltered channel remains popular, but usage is shrinking, and Ternovsky plans to eliminate it by the middle of 2021. In June, Chat Roulette brought in San Francisco-based Hive, an AI specialist, for a test on detecting nudity. Hive's software also moderates content on Reddit. Executives were quickly impressed by Hive's accuracy, especially in not flanging innocent users and actions. At the same time, Chat Roulette tested moderation tools from Amazon Recognition and Microsoft Azure. It had previously tried Google's Cloud Vision AI. Hive is at a level of accuracy that makes it practical to use this technology at scale, which was not previously possible, Dunn says. He says Hive is so accurate that using humans in the moderation loop hurts the system's performance. That is, humans introduce more errors than they remove. Hive's co-founder and CEO, Kevin Guo, says the company's tools benefit from its workforce of more than 2 million people in more than 100 countries, annotating images with labels that include male nudity, shirtless male, and gun in hand. Guo says the distributed workforce inspired the company's name. This training data feeds Hive's model for predicting user behavior. The company attracts workers who are paid per task completed, in part by offering payment in Bitcoin. Enabling payment through Bitcoin was a big driver of growth for us. As word quickly spread, one could mine Bitcoin by doing annotation tasks, says Guo. Another Hive moderation client, the social network Yubo, with more than 40 million users, dropped Amazon recognition and Google's Cloud Vision AI in favor of Hive because it is cheaper and more accurate, says CEO Sasha Lazimi. Lazimi says Yubo still uses other services from Amazon and Google. An Amazon Web Services spokesperson says the company's vast offerings work very well for many clients, big and small. Chat Roulette and Yubo may have specialized needs. A Google Cloud spokesperson says the company's computer vision service outranks Hives in a 2020 report from analysis at Forrester. Microsoft did not respond to a request for comment. Hive has produced more than 600 million frames of Chat Roulette video. Every connection produces three images or frames, one from each user at the session's start and one from the user who ends the session. Chat Roulette's chief product officer, Jack Berglund, says Hive has helped reduce the number of conversations with inappropriate content by 75%. Some users have been banned. Others, knowing they are being watched, are more careful. Streams with violators can be detected within one second. Hive then alerts chat roulette human moderators in Switzerland or Russia who warn or ban these users. Dunn, who was leading the Hive effort, left chat roulette in October, 
Janofsky says he's pleased with the improvements in moderation, but cautions that some users can evade detection by removing cookies, changing their IP addresses, or violating Chatroulette's rules between the sampling times. Janofsky says Chatroulette is also employing another AI technology, optical character recognition, to block and ban spammers on the site, aided by its own moderators. But Ternovsky thinks Chatroulette faces a bigger challenge than moderation. The typical interaction is mediocre. About 90% of first-time visitors never return, he says. Ternovsky says Chatroulette needs to improve the product itself to survive and thrive post-pandemic. Most of the users do not come back, he says. The challenge really is to build something worthy that would get people more interested to use it on a regular basis rather than it just being a one-off thing. Chatroulette's research has found that the best predictor of whether a user will return is whether they engage in activated conversations, basically those lasting at least 45 seconds. That's the point at which visitors get past the threshold of meaningless small talk. Users who have at least one conversation longer than 45 seconds are eight times more likely to return to Chatroulette within the next week, the company says. Heavy users who visit the site several times per week spend one to three hours per session and often participate in multiple activated conversations. What will make Chat Roulette 2.0 successful, says Tarnofsky, is creating incentives for all visitors to behave. He envisions a user-created and regulated community built on valued exchange and mutual happiness. He's seeking a way to ensure users have a stake in a community of responsible actors while still respecting their anonymity and privacy. He's also very interested in users' emotions. He talks about measuring the aggregate happiness of chatroulette visitors, though he admits it's a bit dystopian. Monitoring users' emotions also could help police the platform. Let's say that partners tend to show emotion of disgust when talking to you, he says. That would be a good signal for us to kick you out. This is just a theory. I'm not sure how that would play out in practice. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.